lot of people think there's a point in trying to win an argument. What is it? What is it? I really want to know. I'm very fucking curious. You feel like the bigger person? You feel like you can do anything? You feel like you're better than others? If so, who's better than you? Depends on how you're feeling, right? Is it you? You're probably wondering why I'm asking all of these questions. Part of the reason is that I wanted to see how many of them I could come up with before continuing the subject. But I think a lot of this has to do with ego. Now, egos have their merits, they have their pros, but there's a good and a bad to everything. There are two sides to every coin. Every truth is just a half truth. So I'm always gonna be right to some extent, but I'm always also going to be wrong. I'm also always going to be wrong to some extent. And I think I like to think you are too. So why does any of this shit matter? What the fuck am I even talking about? I'm talking about the feeling, the lower consciousness feeling, the low vibration, fucking blood sucking, fucking energy draining feeling of a need to prove yourself to other people. You know what's totally insane about that? All you're thinking about the whole time is what they think of you. There's a guy, he's all over the place. I saw so many episodes of him all over my Facebook feed. It actually got really fucking annoying. I had to unfollow him and hide all of his shit despite how much I actually very much agree with and resonate with his message. His name is Jay Shetty. He says many of us live in a perception of a perception of ourselves. We care so much what others think of us that we barely care about ourselves or love ourselves at all. Um, so that's what we think about. That's really fucking weird. Is that not fucking weird? I find this a lot on Facebook. There are so many times I go on Facebook and someone comments how strongly they disagree with someone and they let that take a hold of their ego and they waste all their fucking time going back and forth with someone when all of that shit just reinforces all those beliefs and they just fuck themselves and they waste all their time and they don't exactly uh, realize how much they're wasting their time until they're almost dead uh, and they're on their deathbed and at the end of the day, like most like, like literally at the end of the day most likely they're going to be they're going to be more likely to do that shit at the end of their life than at the end of their day because the end of their day is just very they just think extremely like fucking like they think in terms of long times they don't think in they don't they don't measure out their time in minutes they don't value their time that much and they'll find out what's wrong about that soon enough. Uh, but yeah, I, I, like everyone has opinion, which is fine. It's biologically sensical in a way. There are so many times on Facebook, I see someone posting a status of how much you, or you, you invested or some shit like that. How much time does it take you to record a song and make a, write a song? How many hours do you work every week? How much have you invested into your music this year? How, what, what is this, a fucking dick measuring contest? Why not just say, how long is your dick? Overestimating is encouraged. The point is, the only person you really need to prove yourself to is you. The amount of people externally, you know, in the outside world, who actually need to know you're doing that, doesn't matter. Because as long as it happens, many of them will be surprised how far you go anyway. What do you do every single fucking day? Every single day. Are you better at it today? Are you closer with your family? Are you making more money? How close are you to doing any of that? How's your love life? Is it better than yesterday? Is it deeper? Is it more fulfilling? How about, how's your, how's your inner, your inner life, your inner light, your inner game? How's that? Like, don't, like, don't worry about someone else's, you know, unless they're paying you to. I mean, maybe you can look at them as a reference, uh, especially if you look up to them, but you should really only compare yourself to the past you. And that's kind of just the truth. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying people should not disagree. Shit. If anything, I think people need to disagree. It really just needs your thinking. Most people don't exactly do that. <laughs> but I'm saying to do it respectfully. And I know that's hard for some people because the word respectfully is just a word. It's just a dumbed down term people like to use without any op operational explanation. 
of how to do it. Personally, I like to say, you know what? I don't necessarily agree, but that does make sense, and I can kind of see where you're coming from. Or, this takes most people mass amounts of courage. In fact, when I do it, I only do it more as a means of things that, as of doing things that make me uncomfortable so I can further reinforce that habit loop. Because anyone who does shit every day that makes them very uncomfortable are a total fucking threat to people who are like, that's my competitor. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, you can, you can do something totally insane and you really pay attention and actually ask them why they disagree. Sometimes you may just be surprised and hear something you didn't even know about before. So there's an artist who's actually bigger than me, not gonna name any names, not even gonna mention the social media platform. But this isn't about him, it's about artists who do this. He went on a rant saying he dropped a couple projects, He's uh, he started talking about how much time went into all the tracks, the song lengths, how long they took to write, uh, however many months is nothing if he wants to talk about high, how high quality they are, and I think that amount of studio time for all the material isn't enough to get a shitload of takes that you're, that you can brag about how much time went into them. Come on, man. Then he started talking about beats, all the mixing and mastering, then he said, then he said not to give him an opinion of the music 30 seconds in. This eruption is probably less than two minutes long. It took me probably 30 to 50 minutes to write, and you know why I'm telling you that? Because I don't. I don't. I know that you don't give a fuck how long something took me. You just care that it's out and it fucking slaps. Nobody fucking cares at all, bro. Stop fucking crying about that. Then he started crying about all the comments people give him. It's dope or it's trash. Is it so fucking difficult to just sit back and appreciate the fact that other people are taking time out of their busy ass days just to listen to your chicken up the ass music? Like, he said artists deserve more respect because of the time and money that they invest in their crafts. These people are fucking consumers. You need them more than they need you. They don't fucking care about you or their time. They care about inherently themselves, unless you can give them a reason to change that for even a moment and enjoy some of your music that you put your fucking everything into. Then he said, too many people talk about flow, but don't even know what it is. Bro, when people like this are bigger than I am, it makes me question whether I'm doing the right thing sometimes. <laughs> or question whether he's just fucking around. In contexts like this, it's kind of hard for me to tell. And to show my respects, I'm gonna check one of these projects out later this week if I have time. And I'm gonna let him know what I think because I never say anything like what he's complaining about. And I low-key hate that shit so much being told shallow comments about my music, but I get them so often I suck it up instead of killing myself and crying over it and I channel that hate, I channel that anger into something beautiful, something powerful, something more that can make the world a better place. I've been meaning to connect with this producer for the last few months. It's just not in my top priority list. Uh, I appreciate his viewpoint despite how fucking pathetic I find it. Let me set something straight here. It's not one of those complaints like, oh, these artists are pussies. They're scared to invest in themselves. That shit is for the birds. That shit is for the producers who are scared to invest in their marketing, branding, and their business strategies so they can have customers and clients who matter way more to them than artists who are scared to actually put the money on the fucking table. Artists I'm talking about. I know because I've seen producers change on their own in a matter of several months, and I have done the same myself, and we will continue to grow, but the whole thing with investing in yourself is more than just buying fucking beats. It's about throwing down. I remember Grant Car I remember Grant Cardone saying on the School of Greatness podcast that he 
he had a millionaire uncle when he was in his mid-twenties who he regretted taking advice from for such a long period of time. Lewis Howes, who by the way is a fucking intelligent, amazing person and awesome role model, he does the podcast School of Greatness. I'm sure it's on Anchor. It's definitely on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts from in the iTunes store. Lewis Howes was like, why do you regret that? Grant said, this is total 10x thinking here. <laughs> this is typical Grant Cardone. Because I don't want to learn from a millionaire. I want to learn from a billionaire. And I totally identify with this. So my eyes were glued to the screen at that point. Lewis was like, what's the difference between millionaires and billionaires? What do billionaires do different? Grant said, they throw down. Millionaires don't care about anything but saving money. Billionaires are totally different. Artists who worry about their financial security are actually probably technically scared, by definition of the word, of being poor. But putting your little, putting your little money all on the table for one fucking last beat in the moment is actually the opposite of a poor action. Broke is a state. It's temporary. Poor is forever. It's eternal. If you're poor, you fucking stay poor. If you're just broke, you're going to be poor if you have that mentality of, oh, I need to just save up this money. No, you're fucking lying. You have the fucking money. You're just scared to spend it because that extra 100 bucks means something special to you. Or you're just planning on spending it on a new pair of fucking shoes. You don't understand, Sam. That's not the case. Well, even if that's not the case, <laughs> even if it's not the case, save some money on a daily or weekly or monthly basis and still you straight up have enough in a little savings account. How do you do this? Bro, it's 2018. If you have a smartphone, there's an app called Capital. Capital, the, the word with a Q. It lets you customize a little savings plan for pretty much anything. So for me right now, I'm using it to put 20 to the side every week and I need that money when I have enough for a brake replacement for my car because the brakes barely passed inspection. So I've been putting so much money into music, but I'm actually ba I'm bouncing back. I've just been throwing down like a billionaire probably would or perhaps one in the making. So throw down, don't be a bitch. Don't say you don't have the money. If you have the money and you actually care about this rap shit, you will put it out there no matter what. You want that beat, the money does not matter as much. Money, very objectively speaking, is valued like time because it's a universal belief system. The value you assign to it is completely fucking made up. I'm not kidding. You made it up. You and your culture and your environment were like, look, Bob, this shit is important. It's like oxygen. You need it to breathe. And if you have none in your bank account, then you are fucked entirely. If you have a lot, then we will all hate you because it just means that you are greedy. That's how a lot of the middle class actually treats money. I swear, you would be surprised. Personally, I never really assigned a particular value to money for a long, for a long time. I had to create it for myself because I noticed nobody else voluntary, voluntarily was doing it for me. I was raised, I was not raised in a low income household. I am very grateful for that, but I feel super guilty and I think it's fucked up that others do. That's why I am putting this viewpoint out there. Money is like sex. It is like drugs. It's a very taboo topic that every human seems to flip the shit out about, especially in West Western culture has to deal with at some point. But I feel like that's as important. It's as important a reason to take it seriously as it is a, a reason to approach it promptly and be like, okay, I can actually do this. No lack 
lack of it or surplus is going to really affect me in the end because I can always do something about it. There are no limits. If you care enough about it, you'll act on that fear instead of letting it control you. Don't let time dictate it. Buy that fucking beat, buy that fucking book, buy that fucking consultation and take fucking notes on it. I spend more money on books every month than on food and I'm not losing any weight. If you don't buy it, I swear no matter who you are, you are wasting your fucking time and energy. Your next level to in life, to me at least, will always matter more than a couple bucks, a couple hundred, a couple thousand bucks. You can either save thoroughly like a millionaire or you can fucking throw down with a sense of I need this now, I don't give a fuck like a billionaire. But my point other than that is that there's no sense literally at all in pretending this fucking elephant is not in the room trying to fuck your bank account in the ass. Like, fuck. I don't know why this is on my mind at six in the morning, but it drives me fucking nuts when people think it's easy to start a giant corporation out of some money your parents made with theirs. Like, the first multimillionaire, and I believe last, in my family was my great uncle. And I hate to seem like I'm bragging about this, but he saved up money for a certain amount of years before buying a duplex in Philly, then going on to start a company that now owns like four, I don't know, maybe 400 to 600 properties in Westchester. He didn't get that money from a family member. It came from his hard work. By the way, when he passed earlier this year and by that time I loved this man but I never asked for or got any of, of that wealth from him. I don't think I need it to do something bigger in his honor. Jeff Bezos drove across the country to pitch Amazon to 60 investors with uh, each 50k out of their pockets. Only 20 of them said yes so he had 1 million to start off with at that point. He didn't get it from a family member. Elon Musk's dad was an entrepreneur, yeah, but he didn't create and flip video games and internet websites for hundreds and hundreds for hundreds of millions of dollars at a time. You don't need your parents' money to build the type of wealth that says "fuck you, I do what I want, it's all mine." You don't. People think it's easy for Trump to be Trump because Trump's dad was in real estate already. That's just luck. That's just circumstance. That's just how he was raised and where and all that. You know what isn't? The fact that his father never became the president. The fact that Gary Vaynerchuk's father didn't flip his own wine business from three to sixty million dollars in a matter of like five years and starting a media company that crushes it on a majority of social media platforms and does bigger consultations for even bigger companies. The fact, like, the fact that Mark Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs were both raised in middle class houses. They didn't come from money. They were just fucking nerds who were in love with something. And now that something is in your hands. They didn't need money to start. They needed a skill. They needed a passion. And from there, they needed hard work, drive, persistence, and a desire to do something big. So stop fucking pretending that it's easy when your parents have money. Anyone who doesn't know how to use their parents' money responsibly, you're never going to see all over the place for a sustained period of time. And that's because they just don't know any better. And they just don't know what it takes to make more out of that money. Making more out of it is arguably harder than fucking getting it in the first place. Your parents' money isn't washed up diarrheic peanuts compared to what it could be no matter what, no matter who the fuck your parents are. So let's quit this, oh, it's easy when your parents have money narrative. It's easy to fucking talk about things like you understand operation regardless of the theory. It's easy to fucking tell people they're responsible for it and you're not. It's easy to not be a visionary. And most people who can't accept this will regret not doing so by the time they die. So I was talking to Joey Gallant, also known as Jay Gallant. Shout out Jay Gallant. He's an awesome artist. I was talking to him about names and he was like, like your name is Samuel. I don't know anyone else, I think, with the name Samuel as in like the artist name. And I was like, people have told me to get a more authentic original name. He said the same thing about his name, by the way, Jay Gallant. I was like, but Drake, 
is Aubrey Drake Graham's middle name. Kendrick Lamar is Kendrick Lamar Duckworth's first and middle name. Jake Cole is, well, I don't know his full name, but it's probably something like Jermaine Cole or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, then there's Eminem, who got creative with his first and last initials. Then there's Puck, who did a little play with the number two. The fucking list goes on. And people think that using my first name as an artist name is unoriginal. But Big Sean, Big Boy, Big L, Big Pun, Big Crit are all amazing artists, and they're not being pinned for unoriginality, right? Then there's the whole Lil scenario, and there's so many original artists musically with that in their name. Sierra and Pharrell, Sierra and Pharrell are first names. If I dominate the whole sector of, uh, sector of artists who want to call themselves Samuel, then I will clearly be known as Samuel the artist, the rapper, the singer, the producer, the robot. There's no good reason people give me to change my name to some bullshit like Sammy B or Big Red or some chicken shit. You can miss me with that. Hey guys, I've been thinking quite a lot about things I don't normally think about. Normally, I think about music, work, marketing, money, pretty much myself, and a lot of other things, I suppose, however, generally that. But lately, I've been thinking a lot about how selfish other people are, and I don't mean that in a bad way. We are all selfish. We are. There's some sort of an ego. We all have that we tend to base on what we're gonna get out of a situation, how we can get more of what we want. It's a gene, it's selfish DNA, it's nature. It's nothing you can fight, it's the truth. And I think that's okay, but I feel like a lot of people don't because their selfish DNA gets in their way of accepting other selfish DNA. Like bro, can you mind your own selfish DNA for a second and not base it on how selfish mine is? I swear, like if you let some shit breathe, it will go back to normal without you having to think about this. I know, I, without having to think about it, I know this isn't like much of a rant, but I feel like it's kind of just like a point I'm sort of trying to get across. But your ego gets off on not letting that happen. It gets off on not letting shit breathe and going back to normal, right? So lately I've just been trying to get uh, let other people talk and do their thing. I'm still going to post a shitload of content. I'm still going to talk a lot in my content. But I understand that in order to get what I want, I'm going to have to help others get what they want. And a super important thing in that is that so many people will say, I can't do that. If I do, I'm going to get taken advantage of and I have to get mine. Yeah, but like when you do that, you're just going over the purpose of a self-fulfilling prophecy. And honestly, the only one taking advantage of yourself at the end is just going to be you. Like a lot of people seem to look at selfishness and selflessness both in bad lights. I think both sides of the coin are extremely important to understand. But if you can understand them and pick the upside at least 99% of the time, you are in for a life full of gold. Hey guys, so I was talking to this artist on Twitter and I asked them if they wanted beats for nonprofit use and they were like, yeah. And I was like, could I send you 50 of them and a new one every Friday? And he was like, hell yeah, MB3 files? Are they MP3 files? And I was like, and here's where I really just, it, I really just erupted in his face. Uh, like, in a, in, a good, in a way that's good for him, but like, it's, I don't know, I kind of just exploded. I was like, yes, MP3s. I understand where they're coming from because I used to be like this, but I think it's fucking stupid that a producer expects money for a beat that's not being used to make money. That makes no sense, literally, and it's an extremely ineffective business strategy, but that's just my opinion, though. I'm not some billionaire producer, and I'm not 500 years into the game like these fucking dinosaur artist producers who complain about everything but I do a lot of research 
on business and marketing in general and just like giving away free shit is a component of the future of marketing no matter what business you're in. So charging people for that is beyond counterintuitive. But that's just me. I rap and sing and my music is 100% self-made. There's no features or co-production. So I really don't need shit from anyone other than their support, gratitude, and money maybe. So I'm looking to give more than anyone. That's what this competition is about. It's not about fucking money. It's not about who has better bars. It's not about bitches. All those things are just as big of amazing side effects of success as they are distractions. But maybe I'm just an extremist. So I was like, I've never rambled this much in a message before. I'm sorry you had to read that whole thing. But whatever. I had a long ass day. I just need your email. (laughs) All right, guys. Let me rant about something kind of quick. Someone on Facebook just asked me if I do affiliate marketing or some other business online. And I think I just kind of, I was answering and then all of a sudden I just found myself getting very heated and the pressure was cooking. So I was like another business. I mean, I tried to incorporate the business in my brand so they don't know, so they, so they know about it and I don't have to tell them. There are so many people trying to talk about their occupation that if you uncover their products and are unimpressed, it leaves a very forgettable impression of a very forgettable intention. Everybody says they're an affiliate marker, marketer. Everyone says they, they want to they make money on their smartphones for a living. Everyone says they're a Bitcoin investor. Everyone says they're a CEO, entrepreneur, philanthropist. Everyone says they're an actor. Every guy says he's a rapper. Every girl says she's a model. The talking doesn't stop until the doing goes. And if you have to ask me what I'm doing on the internet, even though it's clearly in my bio on all my social media profiles with links, then I apologize because that is 100% my fault. I take full responsibility for it and I am working on it.